live from the 607, it's the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour, where we're talking everything movies, TV, comics, and entertainment. Join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag ODPH, because here we go. Welcome to a special edition of the ODPH podcast, better known as the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour. What is going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us this week. My name is Ken M. Joining me in studio, as always, you know him. He is the co-host. His name is Pat Awanjay. Hello, hello, hello. And Pat, as I'm looking at the calendar, it is October. Yes. And what does that mean? Uh, Pumpkin spice everything. Well, yeah, I guess for some, but when it's talking October with the ODPH panel, what does that really mean? Con. New York Comic Con. Yes, folks, it is that time of year, the most wonderful time of the year, if you ask us. New York Comic Con is descending upon the Javits Convention Center in New York City, October 7th through the 10th. All the information you need is at NewYorkComicCon.com, and this con is definitely the con to attend. We've been fortunate enough to attend for many years. I've gone for eight years. Pat has gone for at least... At least five, I think. At least five now, I want to say? Yeah, something like that. It is the home away from home for the ODPH podcast. We love it down there. It's just a different vibe, different energy. And being the biggest sci-fi, fantasy, comic, movie, TV extravaganza in the world, I'll say it rivals San Diego Comic-Con easily these days. Yeah. Because as it's evolved since 2006... It has taken on a life of its own. It's definitely become a force of nature where all the biggest and breaking news that you need to know about for the next coming year gets dropped there. It has evolved just coming out of the Javits to going to different locations like the Hammerstein Ballroom and Madison Square Garden over the past few years. But unfortunately, as the world has changed with the pandemic, we did not have an event last year. It went to virtual, which I thought Reed Pop and everybody that was responsible for putting the con together did a fantastic job doing it virtually on their YouTube channel. So this year we are now back in person. It's going to be feeling a little different than it has in years past. There is health screening requirements that you need to get done if you are going to the panel. All that information is at NewYorkComicCon.com. So this edition of the ODPH panel is devoted to breaking down everything you need to know about New York Comic-Con 2021. And, Pad, why is New York so important to you? Uh, New York's important to me just because San Diego has always felt unreachable just with the absolute insanity that is trying to get a ticket there, Mm -hmm. you know, and especially trying to get a hotel there, you know, not even, like, the price of just getting over there, but just, you know, you have to have, like, the fastest internet in the world and have everything preloaded and this and that. It's probably the most easily accessible con there is, you know, just because, like I said, San Diego, very hard to get into. Sells out real quick. New York, not so much. New York has a different vibe on its own. San Diego obviously gets a lot more of the movie projects. You always yeah. see the Hall H moments with the Marvel Cinematic Universe get dropped there and the DC Extended Universe as well. But for New York, it's a great mix of TV, movies, and comics. And it's always been a place where you can go interact with the fandom and even for being in the city that never sleeps, there's so much of a different kind of buzz that goes around when you walk around the Javits. It's indescribable. And it really just brings out the fandom of whatever genre you're into, whether it's anime, whether it's Marvel, DC, you name it. It is represented there at con and it is going to be fantastic being the first in-person con 
that we've attended to in a few years. Mm-hmm. And I know for being one of the biggest in the world to have fans back in the building, it's going to be truly a fantastic feat. So I am excited to be down there. I can't say thank you enough to Reed Pop and the uh, organizers of the event for putting this all together. We can't wait to get down there, but we got to give you the roadmap of where to go. So, Pat, we're going to be kicking off Thursday, October 7th. Now, a lot of these panels, too, are going to be virtual. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll definitely clarify that as well. And if you need the panel scheduled for you, NewYorkComicCon.com as well. That's where we're getting our information from. So, Pad, kick off our day for us. Yeah, so this one is at 10 a.m. and it is a virtual-only program. Uh, it is Melissa Benoist and Thomas Lennon, Supergirl co-stars and authors. And the description reads, join actors Melissa Benoist and Thomas Lennon as they reveal the inside scoop on all things Supergirl and their journey from co-stars to authors of new middle-grade novels. Benoist is publishing The Powers, Haven Secret, with her sister Jessica Benoist on October 19th. And Lennon will publish the third book in his Ronan Boyle series, Ronan Boyle Into the Strange Place, in November. This is a very interesting panel. Yeah. I, did, I did not know that they were doing books on the side. Neither did I. Obviously, with the final season of Supergirl taking place, that's where the attention's been. But I am very intrigued about checking this panel out to just hear about, you know, little memoirs, the stories behind yeah. the show, obviously, yeah. as it's closing. It's not the farewell panel because, you know, obviously they have more of the cast along for the ride there. But this will definitely be a fun way to kick off Thursday morning. So I definitely want to check that out as well. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, virtually, we have a new Doctor Who book coming out, yeah. uh, Empire of the Wolf, which is going to be featuring the 8th and 11th Doctor. That's going to be something to check out, too, as well, virtually. Yeah. And there's also, speaking of a little comic news, Amelia Clark is going to be kicking off a one-on-one panel, kind of giving a little uh, discussion about her new comic project coming out, Mother of Madness. Yeah. Now, we do know the Mother of Dragons uh, definitely is, has a lot of hype behind this project, so I'm excited to go ch- uh, check this out virtually as well. Yeah. And then, Pat, what else you got lined up for you? Yeah, so at 10 a.m., uh, this is also a virtual-only programming. You have a, It's called Dark Horse All-Stars. Uh, it says, join four of the industry's most renowned creators, including Brian Michael Bendis, uh, Jody Hauser, uh, and Scott Snyder, as they discuss their upcoming projects, uh, their time in the comics industry, and more. That is going to be a fun panel. Yeah. I want to check. There's so much I want to go check out. I mean, that's the one good thing, I guess, with virtual is I'm hoping they'll be on replay, so I'll be able to go jump back in and check these out later because... There's so much kicking off, especially that first hour, too. Yeah. That, you know, that's going to really set the tempo of the day. But then next up, we go to our first live in-person um, panel. Yeah, so this is at 11 a.m. on the main stage, uh, and it is William Shatner Spotlight. And it says, join William Shatner, best known for his role as Captain Kirk in Star Trek, the original series, as he talks about Kirk, Boston Legal, TJ Hooker, the Twilight Zone, and more from his legendary career. This is going to be a fun panel. Yeah, absolutely. Just to hear Shatner talk stories. Oh, yeah, because little known fact, for as good as he looks, he is 90. Yes. He looks fucking amazing for 90. Blown away by this. Yeah, uh, but no, you got to figure he's got a lot of stories and a lot of tales he can tell. Some you might have heard, some you might not have heard. So that'll be definitely something to check out because he is a legend. Yeah, I can't wait to go check this one out. Yeah. Next up for me, though, at 1115 is mm-hmm. going to be the Welcome to Earth virtual screening. Hmm. So this is, to quote from New York Comic Con, <laughs> Com. See the planet as you've never seen it before with Welcome to Earth, the new awe-inspiring Disney Plus original series from National Geographic starring Will Smith. Hmm. Meet the explorers that guide Will through the intimate journey as he travels to the ends of the Earth to observe the strangest, most unusual, and dangerous spectacles the planet has to offer. So this one definitely caught my attention. 
I think this is going to be a very interesting one that obviously Disney Plus has kind of trickled out some shows going on. We don't have any MCU news as of yet, mm-hmm. so we're not going to see, unless there's a last-minute panel that's thrown together, we're not going to have anything talking about Moon Knight, She-Hulk, or any of the new projects that are going to be coming out. I know that was long rumored, but unfortunately that does not seem to be happening. Nope. But still, Disney Plus is coming in with a lot of panels that have definitely got my interest peaked. Yeah. Next up for you. Uh, next up for me is at 2.15, and this is taking place in room 411. Uh, this is the World According to Jeff Goldblum virtual screening. Uh, says Jeff Goldblum is back, and he's as curious as ever. For season two of the Disney Plus original series, premiering on Disney Plus Day, November 12th, Jeff uncovers the surprising secrets and passionate people behind a whole new host of topics, including magic and illusions. Jeff finds out just how magic has shaped the world we live in. Join Jeff along, uh, along with legendary magicians Penn and Teller, as well as street magician Eric Black Eric Blackwell, as they go behind the curtain of the mysterious world of magic. Hmm. So yeah, definitely, I've dug the hell out of season one just because it was one of those quirky, not too serious shows, and it was just Jeff Goldblum. If he had an interest in anything, he'd go find out how to do it. You know how are blue how are blue jeans made? He went and found out how blue jeans are made. How is ice cream made? He went and found out how ice cream was made, and he even got his own ice cream made. It's it's just such a fun, you know, trip to see him go and explore things, and it's just the whimsical nature of Jeff Goldblum, which is amazing. Absolutely, like I say, Disney Plus. That's another sleeper show on that yeah network. That yeah, you know, it, you don't you always get kind of overlapped a little bit from the Star Wars and the Marvel content that's on there. Disney Plus has a lot of different things to offer, and that yeah. Jeff Goldblum. I mean, like I say, he's it's it's quirky, whimsical enough. Yeah, that it, it captures you and just really hooks you in. Uh, next up, though, I want to go back a little bit, though. 1230, okay. there is a Stephanie Phillips, Philip Kennedy Johnson, and Josh <coughs> Williamson conversation panel Ooh. going on. So to, quote, take a trip to Metropolis, Gotham, and beyond as three of the industry's hottest writers join on stage at New York Comic Con for a can't-miss in conversation. So the creative talents behind some of this year's hottest comic books will serve as your tour guys as they discuss their, they discuss their upcoming titles. So this one is definitely big for comic book fans. I am very intrigued to hear about what Joshua Williamson has lined up for Batman. I know Deathstroke Inc. just dropped. Mm. And obviously to hear what Stephanie Phillips has lined up uh, and Philip Kennedy Johnson as well, too. So this is going to be one definitely for the comic book fans. And that is going to be held in one of the smaller rooms, 1821 to be specific. Yeah. So definitely make plans on attending that. Yeah. And then next up on my list Dragon Ball Super, uh-huh. Superhero Special Panel. Uh-huh. I can't say that anytime faster, so we just got to roll with that. That's taking place at the main stage as well, 1230. Yeah. And since 1984, the Dragon Ball series has continuously brought exciting adventures to fans around the globe. We welcome their special guests going on, and it's going to be just really a behind-the-scenes of everything that's going to be going on with Dragon Ball's next big project movie. Yeah. So this is going to be something that if you're into Dragon Ball, I know, Pad, you are. Hell yeah. This is going to be something I think that you're going to have circled on your calendar as well, too. And then next up on the list I have about Disney Plus Among the Stars, going back to Disney. Yeah. So this one uh, is going to be taking one place in one of the smaller rooms and to quote New York Comic Con as well. Like we said, we we're getting all information from the site. Among the Stars is a six-part Disney Plus original series of, uh, that will fly on the wall access to the world of NASA. Mm. So cameras will be stationed on both Earth and the International Space Station, and it follows astronaut Chris Can- er, Cass- Cassidy mm-hmm. on one last mission to repair the Alpha Magnetic Spectrometer, hmm. which is aimed to reveal the origins of the universe. So this is going to be something, if you're into astronomy, and definitely NASA 
this is something that's going to be completely lined up to your alley. And like I say, this shows the diversity that you have with topics of discussion at Comic-Con. Yeah. Because who would have thought they'd be having a NASA conversation here? Yeah, no, definitely not I me. mean, it does not scream that that much as well, too. Yeah. And then at 2 o'clock, though, this is one I had my, you know, when this popped up, I thought it was going to be the Netflix show. Okay. But I do forget a lot of times the Sandman is also on Audible mm. as well. So also at the main stage, 2 p.m., uh, they're going to be having Audible and DC are going to be having a special panel, a virtual experience about the next chapter in the Sandman uh, Audible series. So you're going to see panelists will be discussing the continued adaptation of the iconic original graphic novel series and fan favorite moments from the Sandman Act 2. Explore new characters and story arcs. So this is going to be something... And like I say, quoting from New York Comic Con as well, this is going to be something that is for any fan of the Sandman book series. And the more content that that's going to be pushing is only going to help drive more hype behind the Netflix show. And you know how much I'm excited about seeing that. Yeah. So next up for you. Uh, yeah. Well, two things I got to mention. One being which the 501st Legion is going to be there. Oh. Uh, the, the, the crew that cosplays in like movie accurate Stormtrooper costume uh, because it's taking place several times throughout the show. But the first one of which being Thursday, uh, 2.30 to 3.30 in Family HQ uh, is the 501st Blaster Trooper. That's where if you bring your kids down there, you have Stormtroopers there and you can literally take like a Nerf gun and blast a Stormtrooper. <laughs> Stormtrooper. That sounds like incredible fun. It's a lot of fun. And if I'm not mistaken, all the money, the money they they charge you money to do it, but the money gets donated to charity. So it's a good cause. Uh, so they'll definitely be on the lookout for the 501st Legion. But uh, next panel is 3.30 on the main stage, and this is Battlestar Galactica Retrospective with Edward James Olmos and Mary McDonald. says the stars of the iconic show are coming to New York Comic Con. Join Edward James Olmos uh, and Mary McDowell as they recount their journey aboard the Battlestar Galactica and answer questions from fans. Cylons and humans are both welcome, so say we all. Pat, are you a fan of Battlestar Galactica? I've seen a couple episodes. It's okay. I'll be honest, and I know I'm going to catch a ton of heat for this. I can't get into it. Mm. I tried. I It just was not my cup of Java. Okay. I understand that this has a big fan base behind it, and I'm not bashing anybody that's into it because your fandom is your fandom, and I can completely respect that. It just it doesn't really move the needle for me, but I know that there's a lot of people interested about this show. It definitely left a very big impression on sci-fi fans. So this one is going to be a must-attend if you are into the BSG universe. Mm -hmm. So definitely make plans on that. Main stage, 3.30 p.m. on Thursday, October 7th. Yeah. Following that is Welcome to the Blumhouse at 3.45 uh, in one of the smaller rooms as well. And to quote, this October, Welcome to the Blumhouse returns exclusively to Amazon Prime Video with a worldwide release of four electrifying new thrillers that plumb into the depths of humanity's deepest and darkest fears. So this is going to be something, if you're into the Blumhouse universe, this is going to be a must-watch for you. So you definitely want to check that out. It's a virtual screening, so keep that in mind as well. But then coming up as well, 5 p.m., Anime happens here. The Funimation is coming with a huge panel at the main stage, so you definitely want to make sure you're in attendance for that. They have a lot of projects going on the entire New York Comic Con weekend. We're going to be in attendance for a couple of them as well, so you definitely want to make sure you're stopping by, checking out what they have, because, listen, if it's anime, you know Funimation is the place to go. Check that out. 5.45, though, is a special panel called What Grew New and You Should Too. 
And this panel to quote NewYorkComicCon.com, Marvel Comics legend Mark Grunwald knew a lot about comics. As executive editor of from 1987 to his untimely death in 1996, Grun enjoyed the longest tenure ever as a writer for Captain America and masterminded the groundbreaking official handbook to the Marvel Universe. But did you also know he provided the inspiration for the Owen Wilson portrayed character Mobius and Mobius in the MCU TV hit Loki and created a dozen of well-known characters along with to name a few, U.S. Agent, Crossbones, and he also had his ashes made into a comic book. So you can learn more about his life and legacy, uh, who Stan Lee called the heart and soul of Marvel Comics in an entertaining and informative panel. So this one, I actually have a little fun story, Pat. Okay. When I was a very, very young kid, okay, I was actually kind of making uh, characters. Sure. And I actually submitted... Uh, my characters to Mark Grunwald because I was oh. such a big Captain America fan. Sure. Now, granted, I was eight years old. All right, yeah. So uh, I did, and obviously it was just like, I just wanted to put him in a Captain America comic. I didn't know anything about royalties or anything like that. It was just something I was so impressed with the the writing going on with him because Cap was my book at that time. Sure. Like, I absolutely enjoyed it. And he sent me the nicest rejection letter yeah. possible, but still just taking the time out to respond to an eight-year-old kid has always left a lasting impression on me about sure. that. So this one definitely hits me very sentimentally. And if you ever grew up reading Captain America, you know Grunwald's impression he left on the book. Oh yeah. Obviously transition, he brought in John Walker. And obviously you know my feelings about the U.S. agent is what is, but still it's a moment in time where he really showed about what Captain America really was. So if you are a fan of his writing, and you should definitely check that out, this is going to be a panel to close out your Thursday night with. A lot of action going on Thursday, Pat. Yeah. So we definitely got to say, that's day one. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to day two. Yeah. And we're going to timestamp this in the notes as well, so you'll be able to jump in. So what do you got kicking off for you on Friday? Uh, Friday at 1245 uh, in one of the smaller rooms. It's the Expanse exclusive Q&A with cast and creators. This is a virtual screening. Uh, it says the cast and creators come together to give fans a first look at the highly anticipated sixth and final season of the Expanse on Amazon Prime Video. Set in a colonized solar system, the Expanse begins with the governments of Earth, Mars, and the asteroid belt locked in long-standing conflict. The crew of the Rockinate, an illegally salvaged warship, stumbles on a vast conspiracy and a mysterious alien technology that threatens to upend the, the balance of power and the fate of humanity. The, the Expanse is a high-action, realistic sci-fi adventure that broadens the vision of humanity's path in the future, as well as a deeply felt examination of the most critical, raw, and pressing issues of today. Seasons 1 through 5 are currently available to stream on Prime Video. The Expanse has got a very, very big following, and obviously going into their last season, they're going to really make sure their impression is fully met yeah. at con, so you definitely want to make sure you're in attendance for that. Uh, mine, though, day kicks off 11 a.m. at the main stage, The Le the Legend of Vox Machina. Hmm. It's an animated fantasy adventure for adults that follows the band of misfits with a fondness for boozing and brawling. Yeah. In a desperate attempt to pay off their mounting bar tab, these unlikely heroes go on a quest to save the realm of Exandria uh, from Dark Force magic. So this is going to be one, obviously, Amazon Prime Video. You know they're coming with a lot of stuff this weekend, and this is going to be one that you definitely want to go check out, kicking off on the main stage at 11 a.m., and then we kind of jump into a little later in the day, 1 p.m., mm -hmm. and I believe that that is something that is right up our guys over at Horizon 607's alley. I believe so. 
Pat, what you got? Uh, it's Chucky World Premiere Screening. This is taking place at 1 p.m. on the Empire Stage. It says, everyone's favorite killer doll is coming to television. Join us for the world premiere of this first episode of the new series, Chucky, ahead of its October 12th debut on USA and Sci-Fi, followed by an exclusive conversation between creator and showrunner Don Mancini and franchise icon Jennifer Tilly. Get ready to play. So this show has got a lot of hype coming behind it for USA and Sci-Fi. Yeah. Obviously, perfect time of year to drop it. Child's Play has been lasting throughout all these years. It still blows my mind. But yet, this is one thing about the horror genre. Their fans come out in full force mm-hmm. for the classics. I mean, you always talk about Freddy and Jason and Michael Myers. Chucky is up there in one of those iconic characters in that universe. Yeah. In the horror fans universe, I want to say. And so, obviously, when this show is coming out, there's a lot of buzz behind it. And getting ready to drop on October 12th. I mean, seriously, perfect time of year to do this. So this panel is going to be a must-attend if you are a horror fan. Yeah. No question about that. Next up, though, we got a big panel. I want to say this is probably one of the most hyped panels going on. 2.30 at the main stage. Okay. And that is the Wheel of Time panel. Oh, yeah. Now, this panel has gotten so much buzz yeah because it's a very popular book series yep uh based on robert jordan's best-selling fantasy novels of the same name the wheel of time is set in a sprawling epic world where magic exists and only certain women are allowed to access it so this is going to be something along the lines of lord of the rings maybe game of thrones like this has got so much hype behind it that when it drops on friday november 19th on amazon prime video this is going to be a must-watch show. Mm-hmm. Are you amped up for this, Pat? Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm always a big fan of like sci-fi, fantasy, dramas, and, and movies. So I'm definitely going to give this one a check. Yeah, and I know that they are just going to be having so much going on with us. To like I say, talking with a lot of our friends on social media, this is the panel they have circled for being the big one. Yeah, because there's always one panel you go to at con that you like. This is like the panel you have to be in attendance for it. Mm-hmm. So if you're not in attendance for it, you know. You got to just try getting your getting as much information as you can. And we'll definitely be having the ODPH press down there representing that as well. Yeah. Next up for me, though, My Hero Academia. Yeah. So there's a new panel, uh, new movie coming out. And obviously, the, this is going to be a great place to hear all the information presented by Funimation. Like I said, they have got a lot going on with this. So the World's Hero Mission, you'll be hearing a lot about before the movie drops on October 29th. Yeah. So, Pad, you into My Hero Academia? I've heard of it, but I've not watched it. I just know it's absurdly popular because the last time we were at COD in 2019, there was a video game, I believe it was like a fighter, like a street fighter type of thing coming out, that the folks at Bandai Namco uh, had a booth there where you could play the demo. Mm -hmm. You know, it was also the same year that the Ace Combat 7 uh, was coming out, so they had that, they had My Hero Academia, they had something else there. I just remember the three games being set up. I just remember walking by that, that set up a couple of times and you could never get there. And there was always the person standing at the end of the line saying the line had been capped Yeah, for a video game demo, you know? So I've, I've never seen it, but I know it's absurdly popular. Yeah, no, definitely. I've, I've caught bits and pieces and I've been trying to hammer watching more of it. It's definitely entertaining. Like I'm, in, I'm, I don't want to say I'm a super fan of it, but I'm sure. getting there with sure. it. Next up, what you got? Uh, so yeah, this one is taking place at, from one thirty to 2.30. Uh, this is in room 405, and it's Q&A with your anime faves. Oh, okay. Join some of your favorite anime voice actors from shows like Pokemon, Sailor Moon, Bleach, Dragon Ball, Demon Slayer, and more as they discuss their time voicing iconic characters and answering fan questions. So the guests listed for this panel include Eric Vale, who worked on Dragon Ball Z and My Hero Academia. Okay. Erica Harsh... 
Harlacher, apologies if I butchered the name, who worked on Hunter x Hunter, Demon Slayer, the set and the Seven Deadly Sins. You've got Johnny Young Bosch, uh, who worked on Bleach, Sailor Moon, Akira, and was on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Okay. And then you've got Veronica Taylor, who was on Pokemon and Sailor Moon. So definitely some heavy hitters and some great shows. Exciting news to hear about that, man. Yeah. So that would be a definitely fun yeah. one to check out. So next up on my list was a panel that I I got to admit, this kind of definitely flew under my radar. Okay. Crossing Swords Season 2. It's a virtual screening, mm-hmm. 3 o'clock in one of the smaller rooms. Another 10 episodes of The Bingeable Mayhem representing the next chapter in the adventures of Patrick the Long-Suffering Squire, played by Nicholas Holt, or voice, I should say, mm. uh, as he climbs through the ladder of knighthood in the service of the volatile King Merriman, Luke Evans. So they're new friends to make, new enemies to vanquish, and new horrors to scar Patrick for life, including bloodthirsty leprechauns, an island of killer monkeys, and a shadowy villain who could destroy everything he's ever known. So the creators um, are also done, have done the producers of Robot Chicken and Marvel's MODOK. Mm. So that's why I said, like, this is kind of thrown on me, like, completely off my radar because I have not even heard about this. Right. But now I'm definitely intrigued to check it out because of, obviously, I did like MODOK. When it was on Hulu. Sure. Robot Chicken, you know, is always yeah. top, top work. So that's why I say, like, I'm assuming this is going to be all voice acting and stop motion, but still worth checking out. Seth Green is attached to this as well, too. Yeah. So you know it's going to be a fun one to see. So obviously, if you want to try checking out something different, season two is the virtual screening and crossing swords. So definitely make plans about seeing that. Yeah. Next up, what you got? Uh, this one's taking place at 5 p.m. in one of the smaller rooms, and this is the MTV 40th anniversary panel. Wow. So this one says, August 1st, August 1st, 1981, MTV airs for the first time anywhere. We take a look at MTV over the past 40 years from music videos to reality TV by speaking with key people from MTV founders to musicians to journalists about the cable channel that became a major cultural force. So among the guests listed, you have Johnny Sykes, who was creator of MTV and president of Entertainment Enterprises, iHeartMedia, Inc. Karen Duff Duffy, who was a former VJ and a New York Times bestselling author. Uh, Stephen... Pitalo, who is a managing editor slash producer, music video Time Machine. Uh, you've got Tim Newman, who is the music video director for ZZ Top, Huey Lewis, and Lou Reed. Oh, wow. And you've also got Vin Rock, who is founding and current member of the multi-platinum hip-hop group Naughty by Nature. That is a very, very cool panel. Yeah. I would definitely attend that. I The only reason I, I'm not is that there's another panel I'm booked for uh-huh. earlier. But to think MTV has been around for 40 years. Which is wild. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. I miss the days when it used to be all videos, though. Music. Yeah. Like, I really do. I, I'm, I've kind of deferred away a little bit from it, but that is a great lineup to hear the stories. 40 years. Yeah. Anniversary. That's Crazy. A, that's insane. No, unfortunately, I'm going to be at a different panel at that time. I know what you did last summer. There's mm. an exclusive uh, Q&A with the cast and showrunner. The virtual screening is going on at 4.30. So this one is going to be coming out on... Uh, Friday, October 15th, uh, exclusively on Amazon Prime Video. That's loaded up as well. So if you want to go check out, obviously, based off the 1997 film, you definitely want to be a part yeah. of it. You know, and which, like I say, it's it's spun from the 1973 novel as well, too. Right. So there, there's a lot to, be, to enjoy about this. But there's a panel that the minute this got announced, and this was a later edition, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm locked and loaded for it. So I have to attend this. It's the boys' retrospective panel. Ah. So, four forty-five Empire Stage. You have some of the cast coming on: Anthony Starr, Chase Crawford, Aaron Moriarty, Jack Quaid, Karen Fukuhara mm-hmm. are all going to be there, giving their favorite moments of the past two seasons. And maybe if we're lucky, we get 
season three, a teaser, I'm hoping. If not, listen, I can't stress enough. The Boys is a unique experience in the land of superheroes that you can only experience. Trying to describe it is never easy except just saying, what would happen if the Justice League was just completely evil to the core? You're saying didn't give a shit. Yep. But it's fantastic. Anthony Starr should have been nominated for an Emmy, and it should have been like a no-brainer to give it to him. I'm just saying out there. Uh, so that is going to be something I'm definitely going to be in attendance for because I am a huge boys fan, and I cannot wait to see this panel. Man, oh, man, that's going to be a lot of fun. Next up for me, though, 515, Absolute Comics Live. Learn the ways of the comic book YouTube. Hmm. So the award-winning hosts of Comic Story and Comics Pop Weekly come together for their podcast, Absolute Comics. Join us here at New York Comic Con as they come together to talk about life of running two successful YouTube channels and a series of podcasts. So this is one, obviously, being a podcaster and content creator, I would definitely want to be in attendance for. So you get some very good pointers about some people that have been doing it and doing it very well. So this is something to definitely go check out. But as we talked about a little earlier, Pat, Mm -hmm. there's a panel of the weekend that everybody's like, oh, this is my must-go-see. Sure. Like I said, Wheel of Time is up there. Oh, yeah. But for me, locked and loaded... When this is going to be my panel of the weekend, my pick to hit, if you want to say locks and leaps, this is a certified lock. I know you got it on your screen as well. Yep. Break it down. This is the Ghostbusters Afterlife panel. This is taking place from at 630 on the Empire stage. And it says director Jason Reitman and producer Ivan Reitman will be joined by some of the cast of Sony Pictures Ghostbusters Afterlife for an in-depth conversation. The panel will cover the highly anticipated new film at the franchise at large, one of the most beloved in pop culture history. In addition to insightful conversation, the panel will feature never before seen clips from the film. I cannot wait to see this. I loved everything I've seen in the trailers. It has looked spot on for being somebody that grew up in the Ghostbusters era. Like, listen, this is such an iconic film. I know we throw that word around a lot, but seriously, this franchise has got so much behind it. The new trailer looks absolutely incredible. I cannot wait to see this movie drop in November. And I, this is a must attend (coughs) panel for me. Like I have this locked and loaded for my go-to for the weekend. And I'm telling you what, you're going to hear a lot of buzz come out behind this. And we're the fact we're going to see a little never before, never before seen clips. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm here for it all day, every day, locked and loaded ghostbusters afterlife. Oh, I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. Also going on at this time though, 6 30 PM, the George Lucas talk show. Yeah. So pad, this might be something up your alley. After two triumphant pre-pandemic panels in New York Comic Con, the George Lucas talk show returns with his best panel yet. So join quote-unquote retired filmmaker George Lucas, actor-comedian Connor Radliff from the marvelous Mrs. Maziel and Dead Eyes podcast, and his talk show sidekick Watto, uh, Griffin Newman from The Tick and The Blank Check podcast, as they're joined by a panel of surprising and interesting guests. So this is going to be something, uh, if you're looking for a little comedy on your uh, Friday night, October 8th, 6.30 Definitely go check this one out. Yeah. Definitely seemed very, very intriguing to me. But capping off the evening for Friday night is the 2021 Harvey Awards. So Mm. it's a virtual screening. The 2021 Harvey Awards are going digital. One of the comic industry's oldest awards are back at New York Comic Con as they recognize outstanding achievements in the comic industry this year, as well as spotlight creators and industry legends who are being inducted in the Hall of Fame. The Harvey Awards are named after Harvey Kutzman. Uh, creator of Mad Magazine, who strives to continue and honor his legacy in the industry each year with titles nominated and voted entirely by industry professionals. So this is definitely 
an award show you definitely want to go check out. And like we say, all our information we're quoting from is from NewYorkComicCon.com. Seriously, the Harveys are up there with the Eisners. This is going to be something you definitely want to go check out. And listen, what a way to cap off two day, day two of Con. Yeah. So much is going on that for being, you know, the quote-unquote quiet Con this year, you know, a little laid back, I really don't see that happening, Pat. I really don't. No. So we definitely have given you a lot of information to digest. Thursday and Friday, we've knocked out of the park. We're going to get a quick breakout. More information, NewYorkComicCon.com. We're going to get our break in and then come back and talk Saturday and Sunday. So definitely stay tuned. You are listening to the ODPH podcast preview of New York Comic Con 2021. This podcast is sponsored by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start, record, and publish your very own podcast in minutes. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head on over to Podbean at www.podbean.com and use the code PODCAST21 for your first 30 days of podcast hosting for free. Check it out. Coming back for the ODPH special edition previewing New York Comic Con 2021. Last segment, we gave you the breakdown of Thursday and Friday. Now we're going to deep dive into Saturday and Sunday. All the information we are citing and quoting is coming straightly from NewYorkComicCon.com. So, that being said, Pad, kicking off 11 a.m. Yeah. What you got? Uh, 11 a.m. taking place on the uh, Empire stage. You have Outlander Season 6 takes New York Comic Con. says, uh, travel through the stones of Cray Nadun. Uh, and go back in time with the cast and executive producers of Outlander as they take on New York Comic Con in support of the sixth sixth season premiering early 2022. Don't worry, we'll make sure you get back to your own time. That's a very, very solid panel to kick off 11 a.m. Obviously, the show floor hits at 10, but yep. still, that is a great panel to kick off Saturday with, so you definitely want to make sure you're in attendance for that. Yep. And then following that, uh, we have a spotlight yeah. on an actor that definitely is a big, we were big fans here of the ODPH, and that's David Harbour. Yeah. 11.15 a.m. main stage. Uh, to quote from Stranger Things to Black Widow, David Harbour has captured the attentions of fans big and small, on uh, big and small screen rather, Join the New York native as he reflects on his iconic roles and answer fan questions. Listen, he is always great to have as a panel guest. We saw oh, yeah. him. We saw him for the Hellboy panel. He actually yep. sold this on the Hellboy movie because he was so energetic about that film. So we definitely have, are going to say that's going to be a musty and must attend. Yeah. And listen, uh, maybe we'll let some things slide about Stranger Things. I know the trailer came out. It's got a lot of buzz. We talked about last week on To Dumb. I could definitely see some more rolling out from that. And then 1230, mm-hmm. we have a panel that I'm very intrigued with. And that is Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegman. Ooh. So it's a spotlight panel in 1821, to be specific, room. Uh, join the creators behind Venom, King and Black, and their upcoming creator-owned comic, Vanish, as they break down all, all things they've done. And listen, you've had not had a hotter creative team in comics lately than Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegman. The work they've done with Venom, specifically, yeah. has been mind-blowing oh yeah because now he is an a-list superhero and just to see like what they've done to evolve that character that you see that why he is now in the top grossing movie at the box office this week i tell you what it, they've, they've done amazing work donny case does no wrong listen everything he's writing right now is absolute fire so you definitely want to make sure you check that out 
And then at 1232, we have another panel. Oh, yeah. From who, Pat? Rob Liefeld. Yes. And what's he doing? Uh, He's celebrating the 30th anniversary of Deadpool and X-Force. Uh, so read description reads, uh, join comic book legend Rob Liefeld for a celebration of 30 years of his biggest creations. Marvel's Merc with a Mouth, Deadpool, and X-Force. X-Force number one was a blockbuster success, selling over 5 million copies to become one of the best-selling single issues in Marvel Comics history back in 1991. See artwork and hear never-before-told stories direct from the man himself. Just like Deadpool, you never know what he might say. One of the most polarizing figures in comics. Uh-huh. So this one is going to be held in one of the smaller rooms. Uh, <clears throat> it's going to be an interesting panel, though. Yeah, Liefeld's always interesting to hear in person. Yeah, so definitely he's going to have a lot to say. And it's crazy to think 30 years of Deadpool and X-Force. And yeah. I remember when X-Force dropped. And everybody, you, unless you lived in comics during that time, like you don't understand the impact that X-Line had when they rebooted. And it was him right. and, and Jim Lee and X-Men and just everything going on there. No comic line was getting more attention than the X line. So to hear some stories dating back there, this is definitely going to be a must attend. And like I say, you never know what's going to get said at this panel. So mm-hmm. definitely excited to check that out. Yeah. But then, Pad, yeah. we have a panel that we have circled. Yeah, oh, yeah. What is it? Uh, All Elite Wrestling invades New York Comic Con. This one taking place 1245 on the main stage. Join the stars of All Elite Wrestling as they take the stage at New York Comic Con once again for a ringside view of their wildly popular wrestling shows airing weekly on TNT. So it is crazy to think, and we just discussed this on 607 TWS this week too, it is now two years of AEW Dynamite. Mm -hmm. And I remember in 2019 they had a panel. They did. And how loud was that panel, Pat? It was very loud. It was in one of the smaller rooms. It was like two doors down from where I was. I was at a panel for Marvel was previewing their upcoming year of comics. Mm-hmm. So Donnie Cates was there, and you had, they were talking Thor, uh, Venom, you know, Guardians, and, and Iron Man and everything else. Um, they were legitimately two rooms. Now, these rooms aren't like classroom size. They're probably little, you know, a little bit, a little bit bigger than a, your average size classroom. Uh, they were two rooms over, and they sounded like they were in the same goddamn room as us. Yeah. It was loud. I know they definitely were leading in the storylines there. The crowd was definitely excited because AEW was just debuting on TV. Two years now, they've moved up to the main stage. Yeah. I have no idea what to expect. Uh, antics and shenanigans. Oh, I, I'm guessing. I know we'll be there live yeah. live and direct in the crowd. Um. I can only imagine what's gonna what's gonna go down. Like, yeah. I, like they haven't announced who's gonna be attending the panel yet. Uh, I'm I'm guessing we might get MJF since I know he'll be Probably. there. Uh, I believe him and with Danhausen and Orange Cassidy are gonna be at a, another booth doing autographs. Yep. So I wouldn't doubt we get MJF. Which listen, MJF with the New York Comic Con audience. Hey yo, that is worth the price of admission alone. Yeah. So what? who knows what's going to happen there. But listen, for all wrestling fans, this is a must-attend panel. No question about that. 12.45, though, a lot of stuff going on this time. Yeah. We get our first Star Trek panel. Yeah, so this is Star Trek Discovery cast and producer panel. This taking place at the Empire stage. Says, in advance of the season four return of Star Trek Discovery on Paramount+, Plus, join cast members uh, Soniqua Martin-Green, Anthony Rapp, Mary Weissman, Wilson Cruz, 
David Ajala and Blue did Delberio, uh, and executive producer Michelle Paradise, as they tease the upcoming season of the hit series, which finds Captain Berman and the crew of the USS Discovery facing a threat unlike any they've ever encountered. With Federation and non-Federation worlds alike feeling the impact, they must confront the unknown and work together to ensure a hopeful future for all. So, uh, yeah, definitely one to check out. Yeah, I'm definitely excited about seeing this. I just signed up for Paramount Plus. Yeah. So I definitely want to start going and catching up on Star Trek Discovery. From what I've seen of the show, I really enjoy. Yeah. So I think this is going to be another win-win panel. So if you're into Star Trek, this is going to be a must-watch for you as well. Yeah. 1245, though, we also have Ghost Hunters Live. Yeah, so uh, this says this is uh, the revival of the series that started it all. Discovery Plus presents the paranormal investigators and the stars of the mega-hit series Ghost Hunters live at Comic-Con. Join original team leader Jason Hawes and Steven Gonzalez, David Tango, and Sherry DeBenedetti, uh, along with special guests Amy Brunny and a- Adam uh, Barry, and on the ultimate panel... Uh, for the super fans of the paranormal OGs. Those in attendance will have a chance to ask their own burning questions and you get a sneak peek of the new series or new season with the team back together. Plus, they'll receive exclusive giveaway, uh, an exclusive giveaway, and be among the first to hear an exciting announcement from the team. Hmm. Yeah, this is going to be something definitely worth checking out. Uh, Ghost Hunters has got a big hype behind it as well. Yeah. And listen, perfect time of year to drop it to because with Halloween, ghosts are a big thing. So oh, absolutely. You, you know, for paranormal, this is the perfect time of year for it. So definitely expect a lot of big things coming out of this panel as yeah. well. Yeah. So we definitely want to be a little excited for that. Uh, next up, I had 2 p.m. Okay. in conversation with Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with him, he does amazing work. Saga, Why the Last Man. So he's going to be kind of having a discussion of everything he's done in comics and what's coming down the road to as well. So that's going to be in the, one of the 1A rooms. Yep. So listen. This is going to be something definitely worth checking out if you're a big fan of his. He does great work. I got to give him that. Yeah. So if you can make it, definitely go check that one out. Yeah. Next up, what you got? Uh, I've got a 2.15 taking place in one of the smaller rooms. This is Avatar Braving the Elements Live, NYCC edition. Uh, So the description of this reads, Enter the amazing world of Avatar live from from New York Comic Con. Join Avatar Braving the Elements podcast host Janet Varney, the voice of Korra, Dante Bosco, the voice of Prince Zuko, for a live taping of an all-new episode co-produced by Nickelodeon and iHeartRadio. The official companion podcast extends the world of Avatar The Last Airbender for loyal fans who grew up on the beloved franchise and those discovering the series for the first time. Featuring Janet and Dante, along with special guests, this one-of-a-kind panel explores every element of the Avatarverse, including the origins of the story and how Avatar was brought to life. And uh, among those listed to appear at the panel is one, D. Bradley Baker, Ooh. who you might know from Star Wars, Avatar The Last Airbender. He was the voice of Momo. Uh, and also you've got Johnny Young Bosch. Uh, so this is definitely going to be one to check out. The podcast, if you're a fan of Avatar, is absolutely incredible because not only do they, they're going through and they're doing like a series rewatch and breaking down each episode, but they're doing uh, interviews. Mm. You know, they've done interviews with the, the creators of the show, some of the cast members, including Zach Tyler Eisen, who was the voice of Aang, you know, the uh, main character from the original series. So, you know... It, it's a really awesome podcast if you're into all things Avatar. It's it's a lot of fun to listen. It's, it's, they, they don't take it super serious. Well, that's the whole thing about Avatar. I mean, it has this fan base, and they're very, very rabid about it. So, oh, yeah. you know, you got to be excited about that as well. Yeah. Uh, I have, though, at 2 o'clock, though, Psych 3. This is Gus. Hmm. So this is a virtual screening of the uh, Peacock's show, Psych, because obviously uh, this has been something that 
has kind of built its own cult following, the site cast, mm-hmm. you know, coming back. So this is going to be discussing about what's going on, and they're talking about the upcoming film and some more news. So you got the cast and creators coming there as well. So if you're a fan of Psych, this is going to be something you want to have checked out. Yeah. And then also at 2 o'clock, The Department of Truth with James Tynan the fourth. Hmm. So to quote, uh, image comic smash hit series, the department of truth is so gripping because the horror is based in reality or so, or at least certain people's fakes realities. Writer James Tynan fills in each issue with conspiracy theories that actual people believe maybe even your friends. Yeah. So this should be a very, very interesting panel. And obviously with Tynan, you know, it's going to be a, a fun one to attend. So definitely make plans for that as you are making your Saturday yeah. rounds here at New York yeah. comic con. Next up, though, I have got at two thirty, mm-hmm. the Expanse featuring West Chapman or Chatham and Stephen Strait. Hmm. So this is going to be at the main stage. So they're going to be having like a retrospective. It kind of seems like sure. about the Expanse. Like there was already the one earlier mentioned about the Expanse. Yeah. So this seems like it's going to be a bigger one, and they're just going to be you know giving it its swan song because obviously it's going to be the last season coming out. So oh, yeah. so if you're big into the Expanse, and I've heard nothing but rave reviews about this. Yeah, you definitely want to be making sure you're in attendance for that. Yeah. Next up, what you got? Uh, this is taking place at 345 in one of the smaller rooms, 411, is the Viz Media official panel. Uh, Viz panels are back. Come get the latest news on popular manga and anime like My Hero Academia, One Piece, Yash- uh, Yashami, and many more. Joining us are super talented voice actors Johnny Young Bosch, uh, who, again, you know from Bleach, Sailor Moon, Akira, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Uh, and Christina V, who you might know from Sailor Moon, Hunter x Hunter, and the Miraculous Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir. Uh, and uh, come play games, win prizes, and have a blast. That sounds like awesome. Yeah. That sounds really, really cool. Yeah. At 2.30 at the Empire stage, I got the newest uh, Demon Slayer project going okay. on. So definitely for fans of Funimation, you want to make sure you're in attendance for that. So yeah. I can't wait to see what's happening there. Listen, they got so much going on in New York. Yeah. This is ridiculous. And then, I mean, we talk about panels that you have circled, that your go-tos, that your must. Pad, I know you messaged me the minute this was released. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, we know where you're going to be at 5 p.m. Saturday, October 9th. Yep. Pat, I'll let you do the honors. Uh, so the title of this one is Comicsology Originals Presents Conversations with Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Uh, Join celebrated comic book writer Scott Snyder from Batman, American Vampire, and Witches, and legendary comic book artist Greg Capullo from Batman, Dark Knight's Metal, and Spawn, uh, as they discuss their first creator-owned creation uh, together from Comixology Originals. We have demons, uh, as well as their longtime friendship and working relationship in the comic book industry. You know... If you're a longtime listener to the ODPH, <coughs> you you know I hold this creative team in such high regard. Their Batman is my Batman because they put the fear back into Batman, which we have not seen in such a very, very long time. And to see now they're on their own creator-owned property, yeah. which uh, we have demons, I believe, is dropping this week on Comixology. So you want to go make sure you check that out. I am super excited to just hear these guys break down everything that is comics. And even outside of comics, because I've had the pleasure of meeting them in con. They've been nothing but super gracious to the fans. They're super nice. And every panel they've been at is just high energy, and it's going to be a worthwhile experience to go to. So I'm going to tell you, make sure you have this panel circled. I do. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is my must-go-to on Saturday. So, And it's tough because there's a lot going on that night, too, <coughs> on Saturday. Yeah. 
because it was it was very tough for me to choose. But the minute this got mentioned, I was locked in. But there's more panels going on at 5 p.m. I know, I know, I know. And one that is going on is One of Us is Lying. So this is a new show that's on Peacock. Okay. I'll be streaming October 7th. So if you want to check this one out, like I said, Peacock is coming with a lot of properties this weekend, too. Yeah. So you definitely want to make sure what is going on with them. And I think for being an upstart streaming service, this is a great place to get your products known. We've seen in the past, you see a lot of hype get done. And it can only take your shows even that much higher. So you definitely want to check that out if you want to see what's going on in the land of Peacock. Because they have more going on than just the normal WWE programming. I know we talk about that a lot. But they have a lot of great shows on there you want to check out. But 6 o'clock has got another big panel that is going on. Yeah. And, Pad, why don't you break this one down? Yeah, so this is taking place at 6 o'clock on the Empire stage. This is Why the Last Man, FX on Hulu, at long last. Uh, so the description of this reads, Exclusive Advanced Screening and Moderated Q&A. Based on the best-selling comics from Brian K. Vaughn and Pia Guerrera, FX's highly anticipated adaptation of Why the Last Man traverses a post-apocalyptic world in which the cataclysmic event kills every mammal with a Y chromosome except for one cisgender man and his pet monkey. The series follows the survivors of this new world as they struggle with their efforts to restore what was lost and the opportunity to build something better. Currently streaming on uh, on FX on Hulu, join executive producer, writer, slash showrunner Eliza Clark in cast for an advanced screening of Episode 7 and a moderated discussion about how they updated the beloved books and brought them to life. So I've heard very mixed about the show. Okay. I've, I've caught the comics, though. I do like the comics <coughs> a lot. Uh, the show, though, like I said, I've, I've heard very, very mixed. And that might be come to be expected with a show or with a sure. book that has a lot of that much hype behind it. You either nail the adaptation or you don't. And like I say, I still got to really deep dive into it and check it out and give an honest opinion about it. But I know this show has got a ton of hype behind it because obviously the book series is so epic. So this is going to be one to definitely check out if you're not sure about the show. Maybe this is one of those that take a little while to get the stride going Mm -hmm. and then you can jump right in. So you want to make sure that you have that circled for your con schedule on Saturday night. Yeah. For me, though... I have Saturday night, though, 6.30 p.m., Chris Claremont's Spotlight. Ooh. Now, I was at the Marvel panel where they had a one-on-one with him, and yeah. it was very, very informative in 2019. So I'm expecting a lot of the same going on here. So he's just going to be you know, talking basically about his legacy in comics. And listen. That's cool. You want to talk about a, le- a legend? He is the X-Men. Like if, For everything that you've seen established throughout the years of the, you know, the revitalization of the X-Men comics and, and just really putting his spin that's still being felt today. Like we say, the comic of Dark Phoenix is one of the most legendary stories in all comics. That's just the tip of the iceberg with him. Days of Future Past, it goes on and on and on. So if you are a fan of the X-Men universe, this is something you definitely want to go check out. And he's going to have a lot to say, and he definitely puts on a great panel. So I'm excited to go check this one out. And like I said, the one he did in 2019 was on fire, too, so I expect nothing but a recap when this happens as well. Yeah. Also, Saturday, The Girl in the Woods. It's exclusive uh, Q&A and, and first look at a show that's coming to Peacock as well. So, like Ooh. I said, they have a lot of stuff that's going on that kind of has like – it, it kind of feels like a little horror vibe to it, but – Reading the description from New York Comic Con, Peacock brings NYCC an exclusive look at The Girl in the Woods, a much-anticipated series adaptation from one of the biggest IPs in Crypt TV's Monsters universe. Set in the Pacific Northwest, The Girl in the Woods follows Carrie's escape from her mysterious cult-like colony that guards the world from monsters hidden behind a secret door in the woods. 
Hmm. So this is going to be something you want to check out with Peacock. Like I said, they're coming full force on Saturday, it feels like. So if you're a fan of the streaming service and got a little hype behind these uh, projects, definitely go check that out. But closing out Saturday, Mm -hmm. we do talk cosplay. This is true. The Cosplay Central Crown Championships at NYCC presented by Geico. Listen, if you are any kind of cosplayer and you want to see the best of the best, this is where you go check it out. Main stage, 7.30 p.m. It is truly astonishing to see all the cosplayers go on there. And just you, you're going to be blown away by what you see, uh, and especially the detail and just the absolute creativeness with some people. Yes, so it's a must for any cosplayers to be in attendance. You'll get inspired, you'll get wowed, and what a way to cap off Saturday night! Yeah, uh, completely blown away. I mean, there's so much wind that's going on Saturday, and rightfully so because this is the day that you always see is like the most anticipated the mm-hmm. most the most is going on because we do know that there's certain celebrities are coming in just for autograph sessions yep. and and photo ops and yep. such listen if you want to find out about that you can just go right to newyorkcomiccon.com and jeff in and sign up and check those out if you're going to be in attendance for that yeah there's so many going on it's just too much to juggle but then all of a sudden the last day is finally here it's crazy just yeah Thinking there's so much. It's like, what else could we have on set on Sunday? But now kicking off Sunday pad, what we got? Yeah, yeah. So this is at 11 a.m. Uh, in one of the smaller rooms. Uh, you've got the Crunchyroll Industry Panel. Hear about the latest and greatest anime and manga coming out on out of Crunchyroll straight from the source. And you're a big Crunchyroll guy. Yeah, no, I'm definitely. I uh, got a lot of good stuff over there. Yeah, so definitely excited to see about what's going on with that. Yeah. And then 11.15 a.m., National Geographic's The Hot Zone Anthrax. It's a mm-hmm. virtual screening. Yeah. So Nat Geo's a Hot Zone anthology series delves into the real-life stories of outbreaks and the heroes on the front lines. Following the dark days of 9-11, America faced a second wave of attacks, the Anthrax letters, which targeted journalists and politicians. This year marks the 20th anniversary of the haunting attacks that killed five people and caused panic across the U.S. Inspired by true events, The Hot Zone Anthrax is a timely science scientific thriller that allow that follows FBI special agents as he tracks down the killer. While many of us can remember the breaking news and headlines and widespread fear that rose across uh, rose during this time, there are many layers to the shocking, unbelievable stories that have yet to be told. That'll be interesting to watch. Yeah, it definitely will be. Just because, just because like it, you think of everything, just the way history works and just the way we remember history and you know our minds work. I'll be honest, I forget about that a lot. That like I remember when it was happening and going, "Oh my gosh, you know, what the heck is going on?" because mm-hmm. I was so young. But just because of the way time works and everything that's going on in our lives, I'll, until somebody mentions it, I'm like, "Oh yeah, that happened. I forgot about that." Yeah, I mean, everything just moves so fast and and sudden that you you forget moments of time like that. Yeah. And it's and for Nat Geo, I mean, they always do a great job with the hot zone. Yeah. So this will be something definitely worth checking out. Yeah. 12:30 Though is something that definitely caught my eye. Okay, writing Gotham City. Ooh, the, so this is going to have Brian Azrazil, Frank Terry, Cami Garcia, and Peter J. Tomasi uh, as guests, and they're going to be basically giving their sides about, you know, talking about stories of Gotham City. Hmm. So this is going to be a fun panel for anybody that really wants to dive into what it takes to write the city <coughs> that really never sleeps in the DCU and also never catches a break. Never does. Never, ever does. Batman does not get days off. But that's going to be a fun panel to check out at 1230. Yeah. And also at 1230 in one of the smaller rooms at Superhero in Real Life, the hero is you. So join Impractical Jokers and Misery Index uh, Joe Gatto at Uh New York Comic Con to to celebrate the epicenter of heroism, you. 
At Superhero in Real Life's annual fan favorite panel, both hilarious and poignant, features ways you can build resi- resilience and impact the planet for good. Ooh. So this will be kind of like a little fun panel to yeah. go check out. Yeah. So you definitely want to make sure you're checking that out on Sunday. Like I said, it's going to be one of the smaller rooms, 406. So make plans to attend. Yeah. And then also 1245 at the Empire stage. Okay. We get Star Trek Prodigy. Oh, okay. So the premiere screening is going on for the new uh, show that's going on uh, with Kate Mulgrew uh, leading the charge. So right. the CG animated show. Well, so that's the kids one, right? Yes. Okay. So we're going to kind of see what that's going to be all about. So that one is going to be premiering at on Paramount Plus on October 28th, but it'll be a first look preview of that. So definitely a lot of hype going on with that one, too. Yeah. So like I say... This is going to be something for Star Trek fans you definitely want to make sure you're in attendance for. Absolutely. I know that there's also, for our guy Tyler Mack from 30 and Nerdy, a salute to Supernatural, a retrospective on 15 years of saving people, hunting things, and the family business. It's in one of the smaller rooms, 1245. And just really talking about the legacy of the show. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, 15 years in this day and age. That's a long time. It's a lot. It's it's a lot. You know, you, you don't see a lot of shows... I won't even say 10 years. You don't see a lot of shows getting to like seven, eight seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but to see this, the Supernatural has done it and what a way they went out, it's definitely going to be something yeah. insane to check out. Yeah. one thirty is Read Dangerously, the Aftershock Comics Creators Panel. So Aftershock is making a lot of noise, and uh, to quote the uh, information that we're getting, because like I said, we're getting all this information from New York Comic Con that we're reading off. Six years, 100 titles, 400-plus creators, calling all Read Dangerously Aftershock uh, has risen from scrappy upstart to one of the most prolific and influential independent publishers in comics today. So they have a long (coughs) list of creators that are going to be talking on there about Aftershock and everything going on with that. So you definitely want to make sure you're checking that out. I know our guy, Brian Wayne, uh, one of his favorites is going to be there, David Pepos. Okay. Uh, We'll be in attendance. Stephanie Phillips is going to be there, Steve Orlando, Frank Terry. So it's going to be a very, very star-studded panel at the Aftershock one on Sunday. So 1.30 in one of the smaller rooms. Definitely make sure to check it out. And then there was one at 2 p.m. Yep. that jumped out, uh, which we talked about wrestling, but this uh-huh. is going to be kind of another spinoff. And that is putting butts in seats from wrestling to comics with Tony Schiavone. Yeah. So uh, Tony talk, Schiav- talk about a weird crossover. Yeah, you know, when I first heard about this, I was very surprised at this. But I'm intrigued by this. It's going to be one of the larger uh, conference rooms, 1A, 21. Join legendary professional wrestling announcer Tony Schiavone as he discusses the evolution of his new Source Point Press graphic novel, Butts in the Seats, the Tony Schiavone story. With team members, including comics writer Dirk Manning, editor Drina Joe, Mm -hmm. and head of talent relations Mark Dockings. Okay. Uh, so Tony is also be participating in a special team butts in the seats signing segment at the booth. So if you're interested in get checking this out, and I think so, this definitely sounds like an interesting project. Make sure to go check it. Do you think Don Callis is going to be in the audience being an asshole? Yes, I th- I would say this. I would not doubt we'll have maybe some kind of wrestling hijinks going on with have this MJF as well. Make a show uh, run in. That's what I'm thinking. Like who's going to be down there? Like yeah. I could definitely see MJF doing something like that because that would just fits as well. And there's also a very interesting panel, 2 p.m. in one of the smaller rooms, and that is the Badass Women of the Walking Dead Universe. It's a virtual screening. Okay. And to quote, 
We've seen the women of the Walking Dead universe take down massive herds, horrible villains, and lead their communities through hardships. This panel will celebrate the evolution of these fierce, strong female leads from every walk of life, starting from when they were first introduced to these characters and how we watch them survive the apocalypse. So join EPs, directors, and cast members as they discuss their favorite character storylines, their journeys, and the importance of having strong female representation on screen. So this is definitely going to be a fun panel for Walking Dead fans. I'm excited to go check this one out. Yeah. And going on from there, Pad? Yeah, I got one, uh, 215, taking place in one of the smaller rooms. Let me see if I can do my best Jess Arnell here. Hello, Season 2. Animaniacs voice cast panel and virtual screening. Uh, So this says, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot, along with Pinky and the Brain, return to New York Comic Con to give fans an exclusive first look at Season 2 of Animaniacs. Join voice cast members Rob Paulson, Tress McNeil, Jess Harnell, and Maurice LaMarche for a zany panel offering a sneak peek at this season's pop culture parodies, musical showstoppers, takedowns of historical baddies, and even some important safety tips. Uh, so this, of course, is, uh, and then uh, season two premieres on Hulu Friday, November 5th. I cannot wait simply because I loved Anime NEX when I was growing up. You know, especially I loved it even more as I grew up and got older because the adult jokes in the show that I did not pick up on as a kid, I certainly pick up on now. Mm. Uh, So it's one of those shows that you can watch with your kids, you know, or you can just watch on your own time for fun if you grew up with it. Season two should be an absolute insanity just because if you watch the recap song they did, you know, everything that happened since they went off the air in the 90s. uh, They wrote all the jokes for that season in 2018. So a lot has happened in the world since 2018. So to see, they're going to have a lot of material to work with. So I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah, definitely going to be a fun panel. Anytime that they have something going on in Animaniacs, you know Pat is in attendance for oh, it. Yeah. And, and they definitely live up to the hype. <coughs> no Twisted Tunes this year. No. It is kind of sad. Yeah. But it is it, what it, it, it would be hard to top the last one where they did the Dark Knight uh, movie reading. And you had at one point SpongeBob voicing the Joker. Yeah. And, ta- and ta- so if you imagine SpongeBob's always talking about making a pencil disappear, and then later in the when Joker's burning money and talking about burning the city down, you had uh, I forget who it was, but it was a woman voice uh, doing her Cinderella voice. Oh jeez. So, so you had Cinderella's sweet and innocent voice talking about burning things to the ground. It's it's hard to top that one. Oh, it absolutely is, but. They always do a great job, and Animaniacs will definitely live up to the hype as well. And then closing out Sunday for me is What We Do in the Shadows, uh, Season 3. So that's going to be the Empire Stage 245. Uh, So if you're a fan of the show, and to quote, FX's Emmy-nominated vampire comedy, What We Do in the Shadows, returns to New York Comic Con for a live discussion with members of the cast and creative team. So catch a special presentation of an upcoming episode and join special special guests in a lively (coughs) conversation about the series Rolling Stone named the funniest show on television. So... You definitely want to check that out. Um, you know, season three is is going on Thursdays at 10 p.m. on Fox and FX. So, okay, uh, and then streams next day on Hulu as well. So this show's got a lot of hype behind it. A lot of fans I know will definitely want to check it out, and that's a great way for to cap off NYCC on yeah. Sunday because Sunday is usually the shorter day. And by that time, I mean seriously, we have gone over so much. Yeah, about this and. And that's without stuff not getting announced last minute, like uh, last time we went when they're like, hey, surprise, Ryan Reynolds is here. Yeah, you you never know what's going to happen between now and then. I mean, that's the craziest thing about Khan, because when they throw in those last-minute curveballs, and they do happen. Yeah, because like, like, like I mentioned or alluded to, last time we went, our group was together. You know, I think we were just hanging out and eating lunch or something, and we all got a notification on our phones from the New York Comic Con app that the panel for... Uh, what was it? The the King's Man movie mm-hmm. slash Free Guy was starting, and that was one that like we were gonna check out, but like we just were like, ah, 
you know, we're too far and, and it's almost against it. But then they put up the notification. They're like, hey, the panel's going to start soon. And Ryan Reynolds is here to talk about Free Guy. And we're like, we need to get down there right now. Yeah, we got in for that. And that actually sold us on the movie. Yeah. We saw a little rough footage. We, we saw the first footage anyone in the world that wasn't involved in the movie saw. Yeah. And definitely sold us on it. So, I mean, that's the one great thing about It's a Con. great movie, too. Yeah, a fantastic movie. You never know when they're going to be doing something. I mean, you just you don't know who's going to show up to do what. That's a, that's the beauty of Con. They say you also don't know who's just going to be randomly walking through the show floor uh, masked, and then you find out on Monday you were standing next to that person like I was my first year. Yes. Uh, my first year I was walking through from, uh, from the show floor to where Artist Alley used to be. Uh, and I walked past the guy who was just kind of, and I had to stand there because there was a crowd and it was standing next to this guy who had a mask on, like a full mask. Can't see the face of like, you know, look like an old, like thirties or forties New Yorker, you know, kind of disheveled hair, that, that style hat stub of a cigar in his mouth. I'm like, Oh, that's a cool mask. And, and he goes, Oh, thanks. And then you shared a, an article on Facebook on Monday, or maybe it was Sunday you know, from Entertainment Weekly saying some other uh, star in Mark Ruffalo were at New York Comic-Con. And, Jared Leto. Yeah, it was Jared Leto and, and Mark Ruffalo were at New York Comic-Con masked and nobody knew it. I was like, oh, I wonder if I saw it, saw either of them. So they put Jared Leto first. I'm like, all right, I didn't see that one. And then I saw the photo of Mark Ruffalo and it was the mask I just described. And I went, son of a bitch, I stood next to Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. It's just one of the wild scenarios that you never see coming, and then you never know what you're going to see at con. You met Ron Simmons waiting for the bathroom. Yeah, that's true. One of the one of the cooler moments in, in time that we've had. Yeah. So, like I say, you never know what you're going to see. This is just the lineup mm-hmm. that's announced, but between now and then, it's always crazy to see who's going to be a last-minute addition. So, we have given you a lot to digest with. So, that is our breakdown of Saturday and Sunday, all the information we are citing and quoting coming straight from NewYorkComicCon.com. So we're going to get one last breakout before we wrap up this edition of our NYCC preview, but definitely hit us up on social media. Hashtag ODPHpod. What panels are you excited about if you're going to New York Comic Con? And which ones do you think need a lot of coverage? Because you know what? There's so much going on, and there's only so many places we can be at a time. We definitely want to make sure we're appeasing you, the ODPH Society. So hit us up. Let us know. We're going to get a quick break. We'll be right back. Do not adjust your dial. Or, well your phone, your watch, or whatever the heck you're using to listen to the awesome podcast you're currently listening to. I am the Duke of Nerds, Tyler Mack, and I am here to tell you that being a nerd can be a bit overwhelming, especially after 30. Life moves pretty fast in our nerd culture, and if you don't take the time to notice things, you miss out. That's why I'm here. As your Duke of Nerds, I am charged with educating and enlightening and entertaining you on all things nerdy. I do it by running the 30 and Nerdy podcast. 30 and Nerdy is a bad cast company production and currently playing wherever you cast your pod. Follow along each episode using the hashtag 30andnerdypod. And check out what all is going on at 30andnerdypodcast.com. Whether it's DC, Marvel, comics, or video games, I have got you covered. So tune in now. Cheers to you, nerds. Coming back for the final segment on this special edition of the ODPH podcast, previewing New York Comic Con 2021. Uh-huh. So for one shots, Pad, what is your takeaways from the lineup we just read and any advice to anybody going this year? There's a lot of good stuff going on this year, you know, even some stuff we didn't get to. It should be a lot of fun. Um, you know, definitely a lot to look forward to. 
my advice to anyone going this year, and this might be your first year, is this. Bring your lunch, mm-hmm. uh, because while they do offer food services there, it is much in the vein of your theme parks, you know, your Disney's or your Universal Studios. It's expensive, you know. So, you know, while that is fine for one day, if you want to treat yourself a little bit, you know, have a little little treat, uh, to do so for three days, you know, for at least one meal or maybe two meals, I'll run you up a bill. Uh, my advice would be to bring your lunch, you know, because it is perfectly fine. They don't care if you, if you, we've done it each of the years we've gone, mm. they don't care. Uh, so bring your lunch, bring a decent sized water bottle, you know, not, not a small, you know, whatever, you know, uh, 16.9 fluid ounce. These like at least a one liter size water bottle, just because that'll, that'll last you probably about the whole day. Um, and then just bring a comfy pair of shoes, you know, don't bring a, don't go out and buy a brand new pair of shoes just so you can look really cool and, and show off for the kind nobody's going to care. Yeah. You know, bring a comfy pair of shoes because you will be walking, you know, 10 plus miles a day. I, I walk a lot for a living with what I do for a job and even my feet are killing me by the end of the day, you know, so bring a comfy pair of shoes. Bring a comfy pair of clothes. Now, I'm not saying show up in, like, sweats and a, and a beat-up T-shirt. But bring something you're going to be comfortable in around a lot of people. Because I don't know how many people's going to be here this year, you know, given the, the you know, pandemic, post-pandemic and, and, you know, all the measures they're putting in place. But in years past, there's been a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, so definitely bring a pair of, of, of set of clothes that you're going to wear that you're comfortable in and, and you won't get super hot in. Because while... It is going to be a little on the chilly side. It's, I think I was seeing it was you know supposed to be cloudy, a little bit of rain while we were down there. You know, it's also it also gets a little warm in there. You know, whatever's going on outside with the weather. Because I remember last year I stupidly brought shorts and did last time brought shorts and didn't bring any pants. I froze a little bit because it was cold, wet, and rainy the entire time. Mm. You know, so while that, that you know that did me fine in this in the show because it was oh hey I'm in shorts I'm cool. I froze my ass off yeah. walking around. So definitely plan out for the weather. Yeah, I mean, my takeaways from this, I think that Amazon's got a pretty stacked lineup. Yeah. I think that Funimation's got some really cool panels going on. Uh, the biggest uh, drawback, I guess, is no Marvel. Yeah. That is very stunning to me because Marvel has always made a very big deal to defend New York Comic Con. that They feel that's their home turf. Sure. I'm very surprised we don't have something from them as of yet. As we're recording, there is nothing listed panel-wise. Now, that could be subject to change. You never know. But to see them not there uh, will be a very, very interesting vibe to the room. Oh, yeah. DC has a a very smaller presence. It's a light presence. It's a a light presence because, obviously, the following week is DC Fandom 2021. So, that being said, I think they're holding off a lot for the virtual event, which right. I kind of have mixed feelings about. Well, and, and I was thinking this could be the case in the future where, like, they might bring some stuff in future to cons, but, like, Netflix just did their to dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, DC's got Fandome. Uh, Marvel and Star Wars and Disney have got, they. I don't know if it's got an actual name, but they did their showcase earlier this year, late last year, whatever it was, where mm-hmm. they were showing off all their stuff virtually. With more and more companies and streaming services you know, doing these virtual panels and virtual events, you might see less and less of, there will still be those Hall H moments and those moments where it's like, oh my God, you know, but this might be the way things are going just with making it more accessible to more fans. Well, I think obviously with everything (laughs) going on in the world right now that it's the smart play to do. 
But I think they eventually come back because there's something about going to a con. You run into your fellow fans. You're celebrating your fandom, whatever it is, Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Marvel DC. The list goes on and on and on. And to get that news moments that you get the temp in the room, and we always talk about that, there's nothing that replaces the live action. Mm -hmm. I mean, sure, you can get on Twitter and you can get a million and one impressions from a tweet that you make about something and think that that's going to be, you know, the temp in the room, but it really isn't. Yeah. To hear a crowd react, there's nothing like it. That's why we always say, in this day and age where everything has to be a lot stay at home because of the way of the world, it is what it is. But the minute that it comes back to that sense of normalcy, it's really going to hit home. Yeah. I mean, we always see about in the Avengers Endgame when somebody snuck a, a phone in there. Oh, yeah. And recorded, and you heard the crowd react. Even the Russo Cap, brothers themselves. Yeah, and Cap picked up Mjolnir, and you heard the yeah. reaction. And then yeah. on your left, and that reaction. Yep. Those moments you can't do digitally. You just can't. It's not the same. And that's why I said I think they'll come back. But like you touched on, I don't think they'll they'll have the full arsenals. I think you'll get one big one. Yeah. But I don't think that they're going to do that as much as unless the viewership goes down and they come back for that. That's something you got to just keep an eye on in the future. Yeah. But you know, until then, this is what we get. I am truly thankful. Repop is putting this on again. Yeah, and I, and I got to say, I want to thank not only Repop for putting this on, but I think we also have to give a thanks to frontline workers and medical. Absolutely, you know the doctors, nurses that that have really been in the trenches of the last year and a half, and have really been putting their lives and their you know their lives and their mental states and and everything else on the line. That were it not for you, fine folks, doing what you do day in and day out, you know, from sun up to well past sundown. <clears throat> Were it not for you folks and, and doing everything you did, and even the folks who helped get the vaccines out, that like, were it not for you folks, we wouldn't be back here with this, and we would be looking at another year of virtual. So, to anyone who is listening, or or anyone you know that is listening that is involved with the front lines and and has really been in it the last year and a half, I thank you, you know, and I and I appreciate everything you have done, and and just for allowing us the opportunity to get back to doing this uh, in person. Echo that 100%, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because without them, we don't have events like this. We're not back in person. But it's, it takes a team effort to do it and seriously to get back into a building after the two years off. Mm-hmm. This is truly a big deal. This is a moment in time that things are going to feel normal. Or, or as close to, nor- to normal as they can get. Yeah, and obviously we're we're still not at the finish line yet, but we're in a no. good, we're in a good place to go. And like I said, I can't stress enough saying thank you to the frontline workers, like Pat said too, and Repop and everybody else putting this on together. And the one thing I will say, along with making sure you come with a good bottle of water, yeah, you come with an extra battery for your phone. Yes, absolutely. Because while there are outlets there, they're almost likely going to be taken up worse than an at an airport. Yes, I highly recommend you get a separate battery. And they're not, and they're charge. not, not they're, they're not expensive. I've got one. The first after for the first year I went, it was. I'm not afraid of saying this. This isn't a plug. Uh, I believe the brand is Insignia. Uh, mm-hmm. That was like twenty twenty five bucks at Best Buy. It is good for two full charges. Yes. You know, perfectly fine. You can use it. You know, your your buddy can use it. And then if you plug it in, you know, when you get back to your hotel after the show, plug it in overnight. It's ready to go the next day. Mm -hmm. I definitely think that that's a staple. And that's helped me get through con. I think in this day and age, too, bringing sanitizer for your hands is a huge deal. Maybe even like a small first aid kit. Yeah. Some band-aids. You you never know when you're going to get 
brush up against something you need to attend to. Yeah. Um, and I would also say make sure to say thank you to everybody working there and be patient. Yeah. And especially if you're going to be in attendance for New York Comic Con, make sure you understand the health requirements mm-hmm. to get in. And do not go there and say, I did not know. They've been screaming about this on social media for yeah. months now. They've been saying it for long enough that you you have no excuse if you get up to the, the gates and go, oh, I didn't know. Exactly. Because if you do and they don't let you in, I have no sympathy for you. Yeah. I, I have none because they have been more than gracious about keeping everybody informed of what to do. And so it's a safe and healthy con as much as they can make it. Yeah, and for those of you who aren't going and don't know what we're talking about, to get into New York Comic Con, you have to be fully vaccinated. You have to be able to prove it, and you have to show that proof to it. Mm-hmm. You know, so this isn't just, oh, word of mouth, trust. No, you have to prove it. Yes. You and, know, so and, we are going in, we are both fully vaccinated, we are going to show that, and, and if, like I said... And Ken said, if you were going there and you get up to the gates and you aren't able to show that, you go, oh, I didn't know. Well, that's on you. That's on you completely. And don't give them any hard time. The fact they're putting on this event, we just need to thank everybody involved from frontline down because this is our event to go to. Yeah. This is the biggest event of the year, bar none. I understand San Diego is going to run in the fall, but listen, New York is going to be the benchmark it's set against <coughs> because New York is coming with a full slate of quality panels. Autograph signings. Artist Alley is going to be up and running. Listen, there is so much to check out there. You're going to be very overwhelmed, but luckily you have the ODPH bringing you all the info you need to know, and especially we have some help this year because joining us, uh, we're bringing as press with us, is Rich from 3FN and our guy Dre Driven. Plus, we have some friends of the show that are going to be down there in attendance. Joey from So Wizard is going to be there one day. We also are going to bump into Tyler from 30 and Nerdy. The Game Vault Pod team is going to be down there as well. So, I mean, not only are we going to be doing press, but we get to see our friends in (coughs) this whole podcast content creating world. I'm super excited that I'll be able to see them in person for the first time. And some of them will be the first time in two years. So, listen, I cannot wait to get down there. And if you can't make it there... One, make sure you're following ODPH social media the entire weekend, 607 Podcast social media all weekend, NewYorkComicCon.com, and definitely make sure you're following them on YouTube as well because this is going to be the event we are talking about for weeks to come. So is it October yet? I believe it is. I'm looking at the calendar. It does say October. So that being said, Pad, the music you heard on this edition of the ODPH is that of Shout Out the Robots. They're fantastic people. You can check out everything going on with them under the music section at odphpodcast.com. You can also check out Second Suitor, Floodlands, Tom Jolu, Yard Party. All the amazing groups you can find under the music section. You you should go support them because they're all fantastic people. You can also check out the directory where if you want to subscribe to the ODPH podcast, it's free. It's simple to do. Find your player of choice. We have all our links right there. You just hit click follow and boom, the episodes come right to you on your favorite device. You can also check out the classifieds, which has friends of the show, organizational links supporting Black Lives Matter, all the amazing pod groups we're in via their pod chaser pages. And we, of course, shout out the Apollos. We shout out the Inner Circle. We shout out 607 Podcasts and 8122 Productions. And we also have got the T Public Store ready and to drop that sale on you this week. They're going to do a special one for us since we're going to New York Comic Con. So you definitely want to get that OEPH swag that we'll be rocking. All of that, the Parlay Points blog section, which is taken off more and more each and every day. And so much more, odphpodcast.com. That's all we got for this edition of the ODPH. 
For the one only Padawan J. Thank you, thank you. I'm your host, Ken M. Thank you, as always, for listening to the ODPH podcast, better known as the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour. We'll see you at New York Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs>